0: From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, meteorologist and social media manager at Agora Pulse Jen Watson, Star of Tornado Hunters, Greg Johnson, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network Coordinator, Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn
1: Storm Spotter and
0: Chaser, Bill Johnson.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, If you want to check out some more, you can always uh, go to stormfrontfreaks.com. We've got our entire library of past shows, uh, storm chasers, TV meteorologists, uh, heck, video game developers uh, making storm chasing video games, National Weather Service staff, and more. Uh, check all those out. We've got some great shows. But this tonight is episode 112, 112, and it's a special show tonight, a little bit uh, little bit different format than we typically have. Uh, we're going to have a roundtable discussion with storm chasers Daniel Shaw, Hank Shima, and Michael Binsky, uh, so we're looking forward to uh, chatting with those guys as, as well as our own Greg Johnson. Uh, we've also got our lightning round, which is going to be fun. Greg's actually going to be our lightning round game show host, so I'm I'm going to do the game show. You got the prizes. All, you
2: got all the prizes lined well, up. They're for already. That. I've
1: got it ready to hit the mail right as on. soon as we find this the winner. Prize good uh, I did I want I want everybody to know I, I on the way in today uh, I stopped in the garage to pull out weather trollbot 5000 she's been in the garage yes. for a little while I noticed I, I Not want to say this uh, it looked like there's maybe been a mouse in her wiring <laughs> so I really don't know what to expect tonight I sure. maybe should warn everybody we're usually a pretty good PG show we might push PG 13 sometimes um, Uh. It, it, w- for the audio I know I'm like, I'm, I don't know how to explain this, but uh, we could be pushing the R rating tonight. So uh, the audio podcast, we'll make sure we do a better job of editing that. But if you are watching us live or, or the stream, uh, just be aware and have the earmuffs for the kiddos.
0: But I'm guessing if you really so, want to hear any of it, you got to be watching the <laughs> raw. So
1: Oh,
3: so we can't say the word.
1: Uh, well, you can, <laughs> you can say it, but for the audio podcast, we do edit that out. So Mike, if you want your kids <laughs> to see what dad's I'm, doing, I'm doing, have it. them listen. Don't have my, them watch. There you go. So MJ has got to keep track of the timing tonight because uh, he'll have to edit everything out. But anyway, and we'll also at the end of the show, we'll announce who our next uh, next guest is going to be on our next episode uh, but before we get to all of that, uh, we always got to introduce who from our team happens to be on tonight. Uh, it's always happy hour when we we record. It doesn't matter where you are. Heck, you might be in Australia uh, like Daniel, but it's always happy hour. So we find out what everybody's drinking because, uh, heck, that's the kind of show we are. We like to have fun. So MJ, our, our skyworn net control operator up in Minnesota, what are you drinking tonight? Well,
0: tonight I've got the Stormfront Freaks mug out, of course, oh. and I have... Uh, Again, Castle Cream Ale from uh, Castle Danger Brewing up in Two Harbors, Minnesota. I've had that before; it's good stuff.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. All right, uh, Greg Johnson, our storm chaser and and uh, star of Tornado Hunters. We're suffering through uh,
2: a heat wave up here, and uh, so I'm drinking vodka tonight <laughs> with a little with a little grape juice, oh, keeping it keeping it light. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, it's healthy. You got the grape juice, so that yeah, what I got the is. grape juice in there. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, get to our guests. So, what are uh, you drinking, Phil? Uh, I am drinking a little <laughs> New York Seltzer rip beer with some uh, Sugarland Shines uh, Rip beer moonshine Ooh, in goodness. a red cup. In a red so <laughs> cup, <laughs> I fill you up. All right. So here we let's get to our guests. So first off, uh, Daniel Shaw. Uh, Daniel often chases severe weather in Sydney and captures events for the local media. He serves as news director for Severe Weather Australia. And every year, except this year, he travels to the United States between April and June to seek out some of the world's most powerful storms. We also have uh, Picos Hank Shima. Hank is uh, also known as Picos Hank. He's a musician and songwriter as well as filmmaker and professional storm chaser. He's based in Houston, Texas. Uh, He's directed, produced a catalog of storm and nature documentation on the Weather Channel, Discovery Channel, National Geographic, and more. And then uh, we also got Michael Binsky. Mike, he calls himself a storm-chasing wedding photographer. He's based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and when he's not shooting weddings, he's chasing storms across the desert southwest, like tonight, and uh, (laughs) the central plains and more. Uh he creates amazing time-lapse films a few times a year, and his work has been seen across the world in commercials, documentaries, magazines, and even films. So, gentlemen, I, I want to kind of start things off a little bit tonight. Um, th- the initial request went out to Daniel at one point, and Daniel's been a guest. All of you have been a guest with us in the past, but you know, we went back to Daniel, said, Hey, let's uh let's get you back. It's it's been a little while. And and he said, sure. But let's also get uh, Hank and Mike back as well. And I'm like, well, what the hell? Let's give it a shot. And, <laughs> and so uh, we got the, the three of you to uh, join us tonight. My question is, how the hell are the three of you even connected? What's, what's your origin story?
4: It has nothing to do with storm chasing.
3: <laughs> this, this is Mike's
1: actually, this is a,
3: tr- it's a true story. We, we actually, we've known each other since 1986 as great mm-hmm. friends. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, That's it was a time. Total yeah, it's all teal It's storms. It's all
3: good for clouds. Nothing good to it. Yeah, oh, I was clouds. I was
4: going to keep rolling with it, Daniel.
3: Yeah, well, but, but I knew you were going to do that, so I had to cut you off beforehand. Right. But no, what was your idea? I want to I want to hear what was your story? How did was, we meet in our past lives?
4: I was going to tell them about
3: how we used to build
4: skateboards together. What the hell? Oh, I don't this, know. I just this there's is a skateboard right there, and I just thought it just kind of <laughs> came out.
2: So is, is tonight's theme is this? Is tonight's theme just lie about everything? <laughs> yes. to
3: be our. The, 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 the plan was to. It's us versus you, and you don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the, well, the, listen, you, you control the mic, so. I'm I'm gonna I'll, I'm,
2: I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'll say this right off the top of this show, Phil. Um, uh, you've got the three road warriors of storm chasing here and uh the rest of us are just uh playing in the sandbox next to these three guys when it comes to visuals and uh, i'm thrilled to have have you guys on and get a chance to talk and we've all met before and uh tipped a few drinks here and there uh i've got a question it feel are we are, can i just get right into this or get go. Else, somewhere go, else you want to go this,
1: no this is uh this is just we're chatting Bunch of okay. boys chatting together.
2: so uh, uh, Mike, last year uh, you kind of got hooked up with Brett, and you guys were were, yeah. were have been have been chasing together. But for Daniel and Hank and Mike, prior to Brett, like you were you were a solo uh, yeah. solo chaser as well. Uh, how in the hell do you guys do it? Like, I, I'm going to, I, I want to first go to Daniel on this and go, okay, like, Dan, you, you're rocking like 14 CB channels. You've got, uh, uh, you've got the, 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 you know, the national weather service on, on the line. I think you have a, do you have a direct line to them or something? You're, you're live streaming, you're tweeting, you're driving, you're navigating, dude, what the hell?
3: Okay. Um, exclusive to the Stormfront freaks, I'm not human. Just, <laughs> just put it out there now. Yeah. Not on this planet. Came from this 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 galaxy about 16 light years away, and that's that's how I do it. So you've heard it here first. No, the answer to that is for some reason um, I can multitask really well, and I'm very good at prioritizing that. I do run a lot of gear, but visuals, communications, it all comes together. It's almost like a Zen-type thing. So when those big things are happening, it's almost like robotic. A lot of people get excited, screaming, and and say, this is incredible, and they say it must be such an adrenaline rush. I actually want it to be the other way around. If you're in the moment, as a lot of people say, you should have been filming three minutes beforehand and should already be published. That's my (laughs) analogy. I'm, I'm serious about that. If you're in the moment, you've just missed three minutes to to publish what you've already seen. That's it's how crazy. I do it. Focusing, focusing really carefully, carefully on what you're capturing, not just in a live environment, but in post production, knowing how it's going to roll out and how to control the audio so the edit's going to come out well, not just for live, but for post production. Hank's very big with audio as well, so is Mike. It's very important. Hank?
4: <laughs> you know, it's funny that Greg asked that because I always wondered how Greg does it. Like every time you see Greg, he's got a crew, there's camera yeah. jumping around. It's like, how the hell can you chase storms? And he's got this amazing looking vehicle. So every time he pulls over, you know, everybody's got to talk to him and take. How do you catch a tornado with all that nonsense going on? And, you see, and yet he still does it.
1: Well, <laughs> all right, let's stop kissing this year now and let's get to the real. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know. What <laughs> Mike, Mike, do you, so.
2: <laughs> Mike, do you like it better now that, yeah. that somebody else is driving?
5: Well, so I started chasing in Arizona, which is pretty simple. So I started off chasing solo by myself, just trying to get lightning. And that's how I did it. And when I first started going to the planes, I just flew out and ran a car and tried to do it by myself. A couple times I had my buddy with me, but I really, really enjoy chasing solo because, I don't know, nobody – I don't have to – make mistakes that affect other people. I don't have to have other people tell me to do something and that ruin something that I was, I could have been on that if I would just listen to my own gut. Um, actually and, and Brett is one of my best friends, I mean, in the world. And I have him along when I do like the tours because I had a couple of people with us and I want someone to share the driving. Cause you know, sometimes we're driving nine hours from place to place and we don't get a lot of sleep and that's been really nice. But when I'm not doing tours, I love, I just love being out there by myself. I think early on, I remember once going out by myself and sleeping in a hotel parking lot one morning, then getting up and driving and seeing this beautiful Kansas sunrise and just getting out of the car, like barefoot, um, just like, you know, having showered in days and see this beautiful sun coming up in a windmill. And I'm like, this is heaven. And I, and no one knows where I am and no one knows what I'm, I'm capturing. And I'm kind of just here on my own. And it was kind of, you know, my escape. And, I love it. And I don't know, you know, I know these guys are the same way. I'm, I'm pretty good at multitasking. And I've, I think just kind of trained myself to be able to just do it all at the same time somehow. All right.
1: Yeah, so I, I, mean, a, I I mean, I,
2: Go
5: ahead, Mike.
1: Go ahead. Well, I've, I've got a question for all of you, including you, Greg. So, so 2020, um, and Daniel, you've, you've been, uh, down in lovely Australia, uh, so 2020, I, I want each of you to kind of tell me what has what your experience been chasing this year? And Daniel, tell me who has been servicing your vehicle while you've been gone.
3: Uh, oh, my, my vehicle. <laughs> my beloved little Rev's locked up in a little storage center in Las Vegas. It's so crying lonely. at the moment. The little headlights has <laughs> got like a little tear coming from it. (laughs) It's like, let me out, let me out. 2021, 2022, or whatever we can get back when the flights are back open and travel insurance exists again, I'll I'll be reunited once again to my beloved little RAV, which is lovely. Um, 2020's been an interesting season for chasing, not so much for storms but for bushfires. Uh, I'm sure you would have seen the coverage in Australia. The fires that took out a fair whack of Australia were just off the planet insane, watching buildings... Catch on fire, watching fire fronts come through. I covered a bit of that this year, more so than storms, because well, lack of moisture, lots of heat, lots of wind. Yeah, but did you have a supercellular
2: fire tornado? (laughs) (laughs) That was stupid. We had. I mean, those are common now. These are those are pretty common these (laughs) days
3: now. (laughs) Supercellular fire. There was one in California the other day. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Tornado warning. I think was, was it for the very first time a tornado warning was issued off a fire. Yes. That's biblical. This is a twenty another twenty twenty thing. But yeah, this this year's this year's been and last end of last year's been the season of fires in Australia and spiders.
1: It may, it's may it's, it's always the season of spiders. What uh, Hank twenty twenty?
4: <laughs> man, it was uh, my least productive year, and I've never chased as hard as I have chased is, is this year. I mean, I went I went and saw Daniel at the you know in twenty nineteen at the end of twenty nineteen in Australia and struck out in Darwin. And uh, since then, it's just been, it's been not what we're used to. So it, it's kind of nice because it's like most of us, you know, you see the, you look at the parameters, you go out, you get your tornado, you come home. And so we kind of, I, I think I took that for granted and now I'm I'm hungry again.
5: Mike. Uh, for me, you know, um, it was like a mixed year. I think like, st- I love structure. You guys know I like to do time-lapse and photography and structure and lightning are like almost i mean i like a tornado but the other stuff to me is just as good if not better and so on the structure side of it it was a magnificent year and i want to say that i don't know how but i feel like on until like the end of june when i kind of quit and came home i think i was on almost every like one of the like name supercells that people say like sublet crawford whatever and i think like somehow especially when i was with brett like we made really good decisions this year which was like crazy so I got to see like amazing structure this year. It was unbelievable, but there was also a time when I was back in Phoenix for eight days at the end of May, and nothing was happening out on the plains. And I'm like, I can't even believe this. Like my wife was thrilled. I was home for like eight straight days, and every day I'm like, I don't need to go out. the The dew points suck. the The 500s suck, and I don't need to. I don't even need to worry about missing a freaking epic supercell today. And I didn't. And it was just, it's unreal. It was such a weird. Spring for sure, but I, I enjoyed it when I was out there.
2: <laughs> so, so Mike and Mike and Hank for Daniel and I, uh, and and for Phil, I, I guess as well. Um, we couldn't be out in the plains during during May, and mm-hmm. um, w- a lot of people didn't go what was the chaser convergence situation? Like what was the action, mm. was it, was this basically 2001 <laughs> again or something like that? No, it was <laughs> 1990
4: again.
5: Right,
2: right. So that yeah, was, must've been awesome. I yes. felt really
5: bad. I felt really bad about it because first off, I love all my, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of photographers that don't live in this country. Brad Hannon and Marco and um, ugh, the guy from Germany, um, Dennis also like all these guys and they weren't here and you weren't here, Greg, and Daniel wasn't here, and I miss seeing everybody. And even if I saw everybody, it's not like we could go to freaking Applebee's and have a big party like we always did and, and enjoy that. So um, but it was on the other side, the silver lining was the roads were fantastic. And there were not chasers all over the place. And it there was, was nobody really, on the really, road. No, it was really, really Really nice, and I felt bad about it at the same time. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> yeah, I can, I
3: can see you're having a hard time wiping a yeah. smile off your face. Yeah, you know, what? I could i good on man. that one because if you got a Campo to yourself, you'd be saying to me and Hank, Ha ha, 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 ha yeah. look what we got for the next like oh. 30 years would be rubbing. Remember 2020? We're like, Don't talk to us, don't talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> so if well, you got you know, that amazing storm to yourself, that it would have been, We
1: never would have talked to and you. And a lot of times, guys, wasn't it the fact that there just there was never a day that it was really pinpointed. Mm. Like there was really a spot in like Kansas. Like they, they, they hardly had any tornadoes this year at all. Right. There was never a time that there was a spot that would have brought everybody into one spot. It was kind of spread out.
5: There was one day in Northwest Kansas that everybody went to, and they even put out a special like MD tornado watch for Northwest Kansas. And it ended up basically almost being a blue sky bus. And everybody was there. And it was all the parameters. If that thing went up, a tornado would have dropped, and there were a lot of.
2: Were there any high or... risks this year, guys? Any high risks at all? No, I don't
4: think so. There might, there might have been so. some in Mississippi in March and uh, April. I don't know if they were actually high risks. I think they were moderate. Moderate, yeah, from,
2: yeah. Like I mean, it really was a, a an uneventful, if there's such a thing, an uneventful storm season. I mean, it just yeah. there wasn't much going
1: on. So, Greg, Greg, talk about Canada, though. You, you guys have yeah. Been I mean,
2: uh, for like Mike said it. Uh, I think in the pre-show we were talking that, you know, we felt bad about not being able to go down south. Yeah. And then uh, you know, June and July hit up here, and uh, it seems like every storm that every supercell that went up has produced a tornado. It's just been it's been an amazing year up here um you know uh, unfortunately i don't know if you guys heard in the in the news but we had uh two uh two youngsters that were killed by a tornado mm-hmm. a week and a half ago uh ef3 for for the canadian planes doesn't happen very often so that was a pretty significant tornado event and it was probably one of the most photo you know what it reminded me of uh hank is was uh it reminded me of the picture right behind you when we were at Dodge City. The same mm-hmm. lighting and the the same shape to the, the – at least the first, uh, the primary tornado. Aren't but yeah, all those, Canadian
4: tornadoes – don't all Canadian tornadoes look like that?
2: <laughs> um, No, but yeah, they're all very, very polite. They usually Best stay time, very polite and apologize for any damage <laughs> that they do and stuff like that. It's <laughs> –
3: well, it's funny because a lot of the U.S. chasers going, we can't get into Canada. of all of the Canadian chasers said, like, we can't get to America, and they're all pissed off about that. But, of course, the big show happened this year in Canada, although Minnesota and, yeah. did get some nice. I was
5: actually joking with a friend that I thought Minnesota would just eventually move into Canada because of what's been happening this year. We might as well. <laughs> it might as well be
1: Canada.
0: Oh, oh, we've oh, talked, we've yeah. talked about, we've talked about that,
1: trust <laughs> me. All right. So gentlemen, this, this, this goes for all of you. I, I want to know what for, for each of you, cause it's probably going to be different. What's your Holy grail. Now, when you go chasing, um, you, you know, you've seen lots of different things. You've taken footage and photography of lots of different things. What, what's really your, your Holy grail right now? And Hank, lead, lead us off. Hmm.
4: Four tornadoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. sea,
4: you mean in a season? Oh, well, you don't ask for at much at the same time. At the yeah, same time. Yeah, can four concurrent
3: what? tornadoes at the same <laughs> like, time. Well, with like a windmill and a lightning strike and yeah. uh, a rainbow and like yeah. Uh, yeah, Not asking for much, are you?
2: Mine involves uh, an American flag, an eagle on top of it, a lightning strike, you know, all, all together in, in one shot. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna okay. say a stationary mothership for eight hours where we can actually set up a barbecue. Applebee's comes to us <laughs> and everyone just lines up at the just just make a banquet and all the chasers just sit there, look occasionally towards the storm and we just share good memories with great friends whilst whilst the mothership's in the background just sitting still for eight hours. That's that's the holy grail. Um
5: I I have like a longer answer for this, but the short no. answer is that I would I want to get something. My holy grail is to get an epic like monster like downburst microburst over the grand canyon at like a right around sunset with lightning strikes all around it which will probably never happen but i've seen photos of one that did and i just can't stop thinking about it and that's that would be really really great someday but that's pretty just tough move to
1: move to the grand canyon and i'm sure you'll, you'll find it yeah you're not
0: too, you're not too far away. how about how about this Oh, for Daniel, it's a mothership. Yeah. Yeah. Devil's oh, tower. Yeah. oh, yeah.
3: Sorry, you're right. Jennifer's oh, right. Jennifer. It's a mother. It yeah. is actually. Sorry, I forgot. I said a mothership with, with friends, but a mothership <laughs> over Devil's Tower, where Steven Spielberg goes. Nice CGI, Dan, oh, yeah. and it's actually real. And no one else is on it. That that's the Holy Grail. Is a mothership over Devil's Tower. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's so. Greg, like Greg,
1: so, what's your Holy Grail?
2: Uh, I'm kind of with Mike on this. I don't think it's a, it's a, I don't think it's a tornado situation. I think it's more of a a lightning. Uh, I I've always loved the look of lightning when you're, you're from elevation, you know, so it's like lightning down into a valley where you actually get that three dimensional type look as opposed to lightning on the horizon in front of you. Uh, the other, uh, the other one, holy grail wise, and uh, shockingly, I can't believe that I haven't experienced this is a real close range lightning strike.
3: Hmm. You know, It's like, funny how this, this this is why I carry an AED in the car, Greg. Elevation, <laughs> lightning, close lightning strike. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I look forward to seeing you next year or the
2: year after, but I, your time I, is I,
3: limited. I mean, I'm, in the,
2: I'm in the car on the close lightning strike. Okay? Uh, I'm in the, uh, in the car. I needed Daniel,
5: need Daniel around this year because I was on this dry <laughs> lake bed by Wilcox here in Arizona and a storm goes up right next to me and I start shooting it and a lightning bolt must've hit behind me 50 feet. And I realized after that, I'm like, I am on a giant flat lake and I am the tallest thing for miles. And what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So I jumped in the car and hit, I was not, I was, but I got a really couple of really good lightning strikes. So it was worth it. Yeah. Some first do say that, advice kids. for you,
3: doing CPR on yourself, doesn't work <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. just saying brett's around you got, got a little bit of a little bit of a chance there because brett's good enough. you know
1: uh, again, hank, I got a- hank that hank that was your cue though to talk uh, uh, about green ghosts you've got some green ghost fascination right yeah. now what, what's that's, that fetish i
4: saw i, I saw a ghost, ghost man i can't believe it but uh, now to to And uh, all seriousness aside, we uh, discovered a new transient luminous event. So, as you know, transient luminous events, you know, sprites, jets, elves, halos, and uh, I was out documenting sprites one evening, a a vibrant sprite storm, and I noticed this green afterglow after the sprite, and I thought, it looks just like a little aurora, And and I'm thinking, man, this is, nobody's seen this, and so I kind of threw out some feelers, like, has anybody ever heard of this? And they're like, ah, oh, you're crazy. It's your san- it's your camera sensor. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I got something. And so, yeah, after a year of trying to ferret it out to uh, scientists and stuff like that, it's official, man. It's a new discovery. It's so basically the sprite. Yeah, it, it, the excited oxygen turns green, and you've got this little, about a almost a second of green aurora type, if you will, after a sprite. And so we named them Ghosts Me and Paul Smith, uh, he's a guy that I'm collaborating with, an amazing photographer. And we named him Ghost to keep in theme of pixies, sprites, elves, and all that. And then also it's an acronym for his hypothesis, should it turn out to be accurate, for green oxygen, um, green uh, emissions of excited oxygen and sprite tops.
3: I think it deserves a round of applause. I mean if yeah, it's still see a ghost. Ghost would be yeah. awesome.
4: Yeah.
2: Ghosts are real. Uh, Hank, I gotta ask you about Medill. Oh, okay. Like that video, um, I've I've obviously like all of us, we've we've probably watched every tornado video that's ever been posted as a group, but uh, Medill might be one of my all-time favorites not that the tornado was all that spectacular but yeah. your positioning and watching that building come apart what on awesome. and, and and to just tell us about that event and about what went what went, what went down man what was that all about
4: well thank you yeah it was really nice uh as as uh to be there to capture it of course it's terrible that the people that died of course but it was a weak tornado and it was really, well yeah. lit it was well lit you know it was an ef2 uh it was well lit it was a really tiny tight mesocycle and so you could get you know it wasn't this big it wasn't like getting close to a wedge it was just this little you know tiny funnel so you could get really close you could see where the Large debris was falling and where, you know, and, and so you got right up on it and the cameras were rolling. So that's kind of an ideal thing to shoot up close is is a weak tornado, relatively weak, small, tight tornado.
3: That, that moment when- our, our education series, if you see lightning and you're up high, shoot it. If you see a weak <laughs> tornado, get close. Listen carefully, people. Oh, I forget. <laughs> I forget.
5: I forget
4: yeah. we're speaking to the public here. I see.
3: Yeah, Zango that's right.
5: It's not just storm is going, get close, get close. Hi, hi. Well, it's like, well, yeah. right. There's other people we listening. It, we said it's R-rated. The kids went to bed. We should be okay. You need, <laughs> Phil, you need a disclaimer? Warning, <laughs> advice.
3: <laughs> this does not constitute official advice. <laughs> Caution must be used. Daniel,
1: yeah, we have no <laughs> idea what a disclaimer is. <laughs> but, uh, but
2: uh, guys, I just got to uh, say, Phil, sorry, before you go uh, to break here, I want to just say uh, if anyone hasn't and isn't familiar with what I'm talking about, go to Hank's YouTube page and uh, check out, and I think it's one of the top uh, top hits right now on your page, but it's uh, uh, Medill, Oklahoma. And that was in April, right? April? Yeah. April. Was- and, and so anyway, if you check it out, you will be absolutely blown away I, by it.
5: I just want to add, like, when he posted that and I shared it, I was like, I shared it on Twitter. And I said, this is why Pecos is the best.
4: I'll and that, that
5: yeah. and I'm yeah. not just okay. buttering you up. I'm just serious. Like you posted this calm video, perfect footage, <laughs> yep. and you turned the road and followed mo- it, it multi-angle. And I'm like, just, and you were in the right spot, <laughs> and and it was just like, and that's what I admire, and it's just amazing. So anyway, that was that was I, fantastic. It, it
1: it almost made it seem like it's just like a little dust devil because you're <laughs> yeah. so calm, and you're just <laughs> like kind of following it and smooth storytelling, and <laughs> to yeah. anybody else is like holy. I I think
3: Hank could have gone one better if he had his guitar with him at the time (laughs) and did. did, did, I said audio is everything, and doing the music and the narration as it's happening—that's next level, Hank. That's what we want for you. Live narration.
4: The thing that hurts is that that really stings about that event is I had the guitar in the back seat and completely forgot
2: (laughs) to pull it out and play.
1: Very good. All right, so on that note, I think we're going to take a quick break so everybody can get a refill, Uh, but we're going to go ahead. We'll be right back, so stay tuned to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are with uh, our Titan table of storm chasers. We've got Daniel Shaw, Hank Shima, Michael Binsky, and our own Greg Johnson. And, and gentlemen, I, I want you to respond to this question. You ready? Mm-hmm. May we use your video across all <laughs> platforms with full credit to you. Go. Go,
3: I'm so, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, certainly, just let me know where I can send the invoice. Oh, only,
2: only if you don't want to pay me. That, only, only if you want it for free.
1: What, oh so, 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 yeah. so, <laughs> All right, so anybody an want to go point. into it any further? Or just...
3: Okay, fine. Yeah, that was the cue. You, you could have just said, Dan. You're the media you let... guy, Dan. I guess we'll sit back and let Dan okay. talk. I'm going to say this clearly to, clear to everyone. Whilst a lot of Storm content... Isn't worth a lot. We've seen some storm content. Remember, there was a, a lightning strike I filmed. Ten years I tried to get the shot. Quarters plane going past whilst they are still flying in the sky. Lightning strike comes in behind it. Ten years it took me to get that shot. That made me about $16,000 or just over $16,000 thus far. Um, tweeted, protected, knowing what your content worth globally, people just say, yeah, sure, share it and do what you like with it. And people actually sell it, make a profit from it, um, there's organizations set up there just to make profit and they ask for for free. Uh, I'm OK with people giving away their work as long as they know what they're getting into, as long as they're informed. But I uh, understand that some the content is worth an absolute fortune when licensed globally. Yeah. But how many likes did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got paid and made it to America every year, you know, it's expensive. You would do a three for nearly three months storm chasing trip every year. You got to pay for that trip. You got to pay for a car. I, just I One got, of the,
5: hmm. one of the first conversations I ever had with Daniel was one night we were driving at the same time out to the plains and we met in Albuquerque at Apple, Applebee's for like a That's beer right. at 11 o'clock at night. And we talked about, and he talked about my dust storm uh, video, my Haboob um, from 2011 uh, and how I probably missed out on a good sixty to $80,000 um, initially from just having done it correctly and let it be licensed all over. Because I was just starting out. I still, you know, tried to make money from stations and, and a couple stations paid me and I licensed it and I've licensed it for years. So I've made money off it. That's not the point. But the point was, is at the time when you get some footage like that, like Pecos gets Medill, you know what that footage is going to be worth. And you don't just give it away for free. You need to figure, okay, now I know what I need to do now. And so I wish I knew then, but that's what really, um, talking to Daniel, that I mean, that was like, I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago, just kind of, you know, made me realize again, you know, what you need to do with that. And, and it's really hard when everybody else gives it away because it hurts us. So in the storm chasing community, if you're part of it and you're here and you chase and someone asks you for, a, um, if we can use your footage for free, please don't do that. Just, I mean, it sucks because I know some people want to get on like TV and they never have. And this might be their one chance. So that's, you know, I understand that. So
3: hmm. I'm but, we're, but remember, we're changing that. Again, we'll probably touch on that if, you've got, if you're cool with that film. About what we're doing with global storm traces, global weather net. Should I touch on that quickly? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, you this might is, answer this question here.
3: This is, um, oh, here we are as an amateur photographer, can I license content and where can I license it? That's a good question. I'll get to that. It comes down to content, it comes down to is it exclusive content? Um, just because we've got a nice lightning shot um, or a nice a boob shot or a nice um, mothership or, or tornado, it could have been filmed by 20,000 other people with a mobile phone. It comes down to how exclusive is it? So things like a close lightning strike or something like a tree blows up. So that that's stuff goes around the world. It's seen by half a billion and billion people when you look about how well spread that is it's the reach is incredible but what we're doing with um, a group called global storm chasers is a very small group for a purpose the content creator has to be real which means um, the photographer videographer needs to produce their own work they need to share their work to the group it has to be within 48 hours and what we encourage is for them to build their own page so what we find what's happening is someone gets something epic and they just post it everywhere, share it everywhere, give it to media, just to try and make a name for themselves. And what we're trying to do is educate people, make your own page, make your own Twitter account, make your own identity, protect your work, and then share it to this group from that page. And if it's really good, like what Hank did recently with his Medill um, Tornado, put it on YouTube, monetizes up to 12 million views on that. So if you've got something epic and you protect your brand – And the storm chasers around the world, we're connecting them all together and all the weather pages together. Imagine what happens if we can connect every storm chaser, every weather page globally. One person who's an unknown, like an amateur photographer, gets the holy grail moment, shares it to global storm chasers. And then the rest of the world shares it. The reach is between 30 to 15 million people um, in about 8 to 12 hours if it was to happen. We've done that a couple of times with a reach on a a page with zero likes, hit 2.7 million reach in 18 hours with a zero like page we helped make for the person. People said it's not possible. That's small. We've just started this. So it's about connecting. People who are passionate about content and being supported. Whilst we're envious of the content ourselves, if we can get this to be shared across multiple languages, multiple regions globally, you got 8 billion people on the planet. Why can't you reach half a billion people from their chosen social media? It should be their choice how they share their content. And if someone wants to copy it and Get their attention for themselves. Let's stop that. Let's protect the amateurs, the professionals, and connect the whole lot together. It's a big ask because we're dealing with multiple languages and regions. But it's a lot to take on. Mike's helping with that, and Marka Korosic and some great people behind that project.
1: So, so let me ask you. So, if I am new, sixty thousand. Sixty.
4: Did I hear sixty to eighty thousand? What million? Mike, did you say sixty to eighty thousand dollars?
3: Well, that's what Daniel told me. <laughs> yeah, no, that one. Well, think about it, Mike. Your dust film you, you gave to everyone, you probably gave it out to a TV station was connected to AP and Reuters. That went out to 4,000 TV networks globally. So think about how, how many media ran that globally, 1,400 1, media. Get a calculator. Say 20 <laughs> bucks a video times 1,400 media globally. That's $28,000 if they pay $20 each. So I'll it make probably, you a deal. It was probably upwards of one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000. If you make
4: me $60,000 off of one of my videos, <laughs> I'll give you $50,000. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sure. <laughs> Send me the Middle one. But I
5: hope I was saying that I didn't make that. Yeah, that's what you said I could have made if I would have done it right. But he well, probably exaggerated a little but,
3: bit. But it also comes down to, is media going to buy it? Not all media, like a media company in Greece is not going to buy it. They're going to want to get it on their free feed. So yeah. but what we're trying to do is change that so the storm chasers and the true content producers globally know what their value is worth yeah. and they say no to these people and say, hey, we want to license it. We're working with partners and all competitors. We do licensing globally in Australia through Severe Weather Australia, Global Weather Net, but also recommending Doug, Brett, Corey Hartman, LS, so LSM, um, Storm Chasing Video, I'm supporting all these companies, even though they're competition to me. They're friends as well. So what we're trying to do is help our American friends work with the American distributors to connect everyone together. It should be the content creator's choice what they do with their work. If they want to give it away. That's okay. Just be, be educated what, what happens to it and build your own social media channels. It's, so it what? is a complicated process. So what Daniel's trying to say,
4: folks, in English,
3: I can interpret this for you, <laughs> no.
4: is that if you don't give your footage away, you actually make a little bit of
3: money. Maybe. Right. Maybe. If not, you'll become famous on your own social media, and your likes will go from zero to 10, Phil, 000. Did you
2: have any idea what you were getting into when you
1: asked this question? <laughs> uh, I, I kind of did, but I, I, I will share this with, with all of you guys. Uh, Because we're getting a lot of feedback from our our viewers is what if I'm brand new to chasing uh, and and typically a lot of times these are the people that are, hey, I got this, you know, great shot. And then all of a sudden all this media is coming at them. Right. Because they just posted it on Twitter or Facebook and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, go ahead and use it. They're the ones that are wondering how how do I even get started where do I start this so that I'm not giving giving it away and maybe making some money where do I start let me go
4: real quick before Daniel hops in. Uh, oh. <laughs> for, okay, first okay. off, first off, every, all the the news stations know that they can steal it from you. So they they're, they're going to test the waters and so if you say no, you but you cannot use it. You don't have my permission, but I'd be happy to license it to you for a reasonable fee. Half of them will say okay and they will license it from you. Go ahead, Daniel.
3: <laughs> no, you, you've, you've answered my question. Thanks, Hank.
5: I think people don't understand. I think when they hear the term, how do I license it? I don't even know how to do that. Like, it's not really like a complicated right. thing. It just means yeah. they're paying you for it, just like anyone yeah. would pay for anything. So I think it sounds complicated people and like scary. Right. Like, I don't even know how to do that,
3: but it's real well, simple. Just this is where it is complicated. You it. Okay. Say you're a TV station in Albuquerque or say Phoenix, Arizona, you get a nice dust storm video and they're connected to, say, CBS, and they say, hey, Mike, we'd love to use this on our network. Can we use it across this and and our affiliates? Now, CBS is obviously that station, it's a local station. If CBS requested from that station, and you gave it to them, say, for $100, just because it's a local station, They could feed it back to CBS when CBS is connected to CBS NewsPath, and CBS NewsPath is then connected to about, I I don't know what the numbers are, anywhere between 800 to 1,400 networks globally. So that $100 sale just went to 1,400 networks globally. Yeah. So the trick is what you say, you are licensed for $100 or $200 just for your network with no affiliates, and you ask for on-screen name credit. If they say no, they go, but we want to share it. Well, I have a Facebook account. you have a Facebook account? Hit share to page. Mm-hmm. Free. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> that. Ma- but make your own page. Make your own identity, especially starting out. Yep. It's okay to say no. If they want to share it. They can just hit the share button. It's called re- they want to republish. That's different to sharing.
5: Yep. And I will say there's a little bit of difference. I don't know if it's different out here, but local networks are a little different. They don't usually have money for stuff like that. And I'm friends with a couple of stations in Phoenix that are like, I'm good friends with the meteorologist there. We have a relationship. If I get anything they know, yeah, they can use it if they ask and they know it's not going up anywhere. Like it's only for you to use tonight on the broadcast because I love you guys and we work together in a mutual relationship, but you definitely, that's a good point is you have to say, no, it's only for you and uh, no affiliates. It's not allowed to go to the network or anything like that to keep control of it. And even ask them if they can, Maybe a local station will pay you $50, bucks, 100 bucks, but most of the time they don't have money, but you you want to control it and limit where it can go, and that's a big thing.
2: Hey, Hank, I got a question for you on the same lines. Uh, your channel on YouTube is, you know, I'd say in maybe, uh, does anybody have more views than you on, on tornado videos? Uh, maybe not. You might be the, at the top of the pile. Uh, how much of your... Uh, and I, I don't want to get into like uh, tax return, you know, questions and stuff. But like, how much? Like, are you making any money off of YouTube? Like, does it yeah. interact? Yeah, of
4: course. I yeah. certainly hope
5: so. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: I, I'll I'll shoot you guys straight. Like, uh, it used to, in the good old days, you were making prior to the ad apocalypse thing, where Tornado Video got, you know, uh, in the same barrel with uh, with people getting their ears chopped off. Now it's not advertiser friendly anymore. Nice. Prior to that for about a million views, you'd get about a thousand bucks. That is about, about what I do now. Now it's, it's kind of dwindled down for the same video for like a, uh, like a beach video or animals, animals get five, five times as much. So yeah, if you risk your life, (laughs) <laughs> and if you, if, you know, you
3: might or make, chop
1: your ear off,
4: you might make a thousand dollars in a season of drive, and you got to drive around, right. you know. All,
1: yeah. So, so that explains all the stops during your chase when you see an animal on the road to do no, to, no, okay, I was doing no, that. Right. I,
4: no, I'm out of control. I just got a home now, I have a yard now, and in Houston, we have this lizard invasion we have these these uh lizards that have arrived from florida and they're just everywhere and i've i'm i can't mow the lawn because they're i'm afraid i'm gonna run over the lizard
1: (laughs) invasive species coming up on the storm farm freaks hank says he's out of control (laughs) double oc
4: we call that double oc baby no that's
3: pretty good with all yeah
4: i mean half the fun i'm going to arizona tomorrow and half the fun is i mean there's so many wild animals especially reptiles and all the creepy stuff in arizona i can't wait to get out there and and just observe all these animals in their natural habitat
3: i love how you save the turtles and eventually one of those snakes is going to get like check it the snake because we used to have this guy called steve australian resident called steve when he passed away god rest his soul um and and he used to like used to pick up the animals and piss them off hank's very sweet with his animals he picks up the turtles and but one day his snakes are to go Screw you, bugger off, and come get you. He'll,
1: he'll still kiss it. He'll still kiss. He'll it. still It'll kiss. Be good. It, yeah. So, so hey, qu- again, question for all of you. So, uh, we're talking about everybody's got a phone, everybody's got personal uh, social media outlets, all that kind of stuff. So there is now so much crap out there, right? And 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 the good stuff can get lost in the mess of everything. What, what's what is the f- future as you guys see it of of storm chasing like how can you utilize what you're now doing in this day and age to still get the eyeballs and to still get maybe the money or to or to whatever what what's the where's the future going right now because there's a lot
3: global um, connecting everyone on a much bigger plane which is what we're doing with global storm chasers, global weather net having those groups available to us where we can help protect as a content protection group, things where we can spot copyright theft. all the storm chasers globally are spotting up re uploads of Hank's video. I don't know how many millions, I think Hank lost at least probably four to $8,000 in revenues from stolen content alone. We have found month. that and Hank's been helping with the copyright com, uh, claims, which then drives traffic back to him. So that's one, one aspect. So storm chasers come together that and then also connecting each other. So having just not just the semi pros, but the professionals published on their own social media and then sharing that work. The whole trick is get good content and have a network of people who can support it. If you do that right, then you've reached critical mass globally in hours. So connecting everyone together was the missing key because it's, we all know each other. It might hit a certain region, but you've got a global market. The problem is, prior, the global market would end up just stolen content from God knows where. We're shutting down those avenues and then sharing and supporting the true creator. And that's what what we're uh, trying to shift to.
2: How about uh, cooperative? Make make a make a storm chaser co op, and we all put our video into the same spot and uh, then divvy it
1: up. What do you think of that, Phil? I think we had the plug for that already earlier, That's didn't cool. we? Let's <laughs> do What
4: Daniel did for the, the storm chasers is incredible. Like, like you know, a couple years ago, it was out of control. You know, everybody would take your video. They'd take a piece of Greg's video. They'd take a piece of Mike's video, Daniel's skips and reads, and they'd make these compilations, you know, the 10 deadliest tornadoes in the world. And, and they were just throwing these videos out one after another. And Daniel... Man, I swear he took them all down by organizing us all together, yeah. and we've now got this this group effort where we just harass the hell out of these people that are taking our stuff. And 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 you know that's what is able to keep us afloat, and it's working, man. Now we've taken those guys down a lot of, yeah,
3: them up. yeah. We not not all of them. There's, a, there's still a few out there who take pleasure, and actually, one actually even launched a Patreon. I'm not going to say that person's name. He's still out there who's got um, did a counterclaim against Hank. And it just uh, just timing didn't quite work out where he stopped. This person has stopped producing tornado videos and backed away a bit. But it comes down to how well can we protect the original content? How quickly can we share it via the global network? If At you've point, got some yeah. video,
4: if you've got some video, Make sure you get in touch with Daniel. He'll walk you through everything. It's really simple and he um, might even make right. you a little bit
5: of money
3: guys. Yeah, add to my workload. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's about no, it's about everyone working for themselves and knowing the best way to do it. Again, if it's your content, it's your decision, but understanding what to do is key. It's okay to start from zero likes. Hank started from zero likes. I don't know. I think he started from 5,000 in my opinion. But but I started at zero. To produce content is expensive. Hard and it's going to take a lot of time, yeah. In this case, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes to produce what we produce
5: and to piggyback off that a little bit. The time it takes, I I think I heard Phil's question just a little bit differently, but just for me personally, trying to do what I do every year, um, I just love chasing and I love time lapse and I love photography. And it's thinking about like, well, what can I do next because everybody else is starting to do it is really like a draining question because. I don't want to think about what do I got to do to beat everybody? I just want to keep doing it. But for me personally, I try to compete with myself. So I'm trying to do the best I can to be better than I've been in the past. And so that's, um, that's my way of trying to stay, I think, ahead or to try to be you know, as good as I can be. But at the same time, it's very frustrating because I can see supercells now that I used to think were gorgeous and be like, yeah, but you know, I've seen that <laughs> before. This, I've seen yeah. that there's something wrong with that one, or there's something. And um, but, in, and it's exhausting. I've been, you know, this is about eighth day in a row of me chasing out here in Arizona with mo- like three or four of those nights not getting to bed before three a.m. And and I have got three kids that are doing video school right now, and so I'm up at six thirty when they get up, and so I barely get any sleep. And I'm working as hard as I can to be to get the content that. I need to to kind of stay up, to stay up on top of, and I say on top, but I mean more against myself. I want to do better than I've done, and so and so you have to kind of put that kind of effort into do it, and it's draining and it's exhausting, but it's it's you know fulfilling when it works out. But that's but uh, that's, that's my constant struggle.
3: I, I know the answers to this, but Hank and Mike, how long does it take you to produce one video in both chasing and editing, Hank? Mm-hmm yeah you know, it's getting longer and longer I'm, I'm on i'm
5: going on to month
4: i'll be entering month two here on the next video for one
5: video mike you know, I, um you know what i'm trying to do lately is i've because i want to top myself i've been skipping putting out videos for like a year so i have two years worth of footage so this summer, at the end of the summer, I'll put out a monsoon film. And it has all the stuff from last year that I shot, which took three months to film and then another, you know, month or so to edit. And I don't even know if I finished because I probably stopped. And then here it is another three months of chasing um, all summer. And it's probably going to take me a month, month and a half. I've gotten my workflow down with the time-lapse stuff that I can, I can do it faster than I used to. And I have another computer that will sit there and just just spew out time lapses in the background for days at a time while I drag it into like a video into Premiere Pro and work on it. But, um, so for the next film, I would say it's going to be about eight months of work with about six months of chasing, you know, tens of thousands of miles and exhaustion and, you know, damaged vehicles and expenses and stuff. So it's, um, It's
3: exhausting. I'm right now. (laughs) We we would like to share your video with our viewers, with credit to you.
1: (laughs) Well, hey, gentlemen, that that is the sound. It is time for our lightning round. This is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions. We always play with our guests. We invite everybody to play along with us. Uh, And tonight, Greg is going to take you to FU. He's taken you to Fujita University. And here's our host, Greg Johnson.
2: Well, thank you, Phil. Thank you. Uh, Welcome to FU. Tonight, given the global nature of our discussion, Daniel's been, Daniel threw around the word global many times, and we've, you know, we've got uh, Canada represented. We've got. Australia and the United States, and we've got people tuning in from all over the world. So tonight at Fu, we are going to talk about language. We're gonna we're gonna get into a discussion on language, and we're gonna ask you some questions. Uh, here's the way the lightning round is gonna work. You guys are in a competition here. Hank, oh, yeah. Mike, and Daniel. Yeah.
5: I've already <laughs> lost to Daniel. I know that. My last competition. <laughs> um,
2: I am going to uh, say a word. Uh, and the word is tornado, but I'm going to say it in a different language, and you need to be able to identify the language. If nobody can get it, I will turn it into a multiple choice for you, okay? Oh, this is going to be fun. All right. So, uh, and and I'll let you know that uh, uh, there's an uncanny number of languages, that use the word tornado in their own language. So so because of that, some of these are going to be the word cyclone. So we've translated uh, either tornado or cyclone. I'm going to give you the word in the other language, and you need to tell me the language.
1: Okay? So, Phil, are we ready? Uh, I, I think we're ready. I, I think you ought to give the multiple-choice right off the bat or uh, the I think the first
2: come I think I think the first okay. couple right, the first few they don't need the multiple choice I don't fair know. enough <laughs> fair <Okay>. enough go <laughs> ahead you're you're the host uh, okay so here's the first one tatsumaki <laughs> Japanese Japanese uh, I heard Mike first I heard oh, Mike oblinsky oh, first,
5: first. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I got I got Mike on that one that's right it's Japanese Tatsumaki okay here's number two. Turbo. Turbo.
4: Portuguese. Portuguese. I was going to say that. Right
5: Damn. Mike? Um, I have no idea. Okay. Here's
2: your multiple choice on this the word turbo. Is it Greek, Korean, or Latin? Greek. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Latin. <Mike or> Daniel? <laughs> Latin. Hank got it. Very good. <laughs> All right, next one. Wow. No multiple choice on this one. Tornad. Tornad. Portuguese. <laughs> Italian.
5: that buzzer really <laughs> scary. I don't know. That's that. French, guys. That's oh. French.
4: Well, you said it with
5: a Portuguese accent. Say it with a Canadian French accent. Yeah.
3: Say hey, it with my, a French my accent. My French, I remember, Brad, I will remember this. I walked in, I was in northern Quebec, and I asked for iced ice. I went, bonjour, monsieur, glacier ice, because the word donut <laughs> had glacier. Uh, I, I tried to do the whole French thing, and I asked for ice ice yeah sorry. Continue <laughs> on. Man, many <laughs> of our
0: many of our viewers guessed Latin on that one. Just literally. Oh, okay.
3: Sorry. Continue on, Greg. Okay.
2: Uh, the next one, I'm gonna. I am going to butcher this. I know for sure. <laughs> so good luck. Anamostrovolius. Anamostrovolius. Russian. Nope. Anamostrovilos.
3: Oh. Greek.
2: Correct. Daniel got it. I think if you pronounce it <gasps> yes. right the first
5: time. Yeah, I know. I, I blew that
2: mic. I'm sorry. No,
5: no, no. That was good. All right.
2: Next one here, guys. This one uh, this one, you might need. The, you know what? I'm going to give you the multiple choice on this one. Cyclone. And it's spelled C-Y-C-L-O-O-N. Cyclone. Is that Turkish, Dutch, or German? Dutch. Correct. Oh. Very good, group. Hey, he's, he's MJ, really do we, we have me, M- it, MJ? Me. Do we have a score yet? What are you keeping score? I,
0: I believe we I have, have uh, Mike with one, Hank with one, and Daniel with two.
2: Oh, very good, yeah, very good. Okay, okay. all right. The today. next one, uh the next one coming up is Bavandar. B a v a n d a r Bavandar. Bavander. Swedish incorrect
3: oh, damn okay okay here's your
2: multiple thing. choice on Bavandar. is it punjabi indonesian or hindi
3: oh wow indonesian let's say hindi who said i thought hindi? hank would ah. have got that hank got oh, he that. did That's
5: get great. it it's hindi yeah it was between yep. those two for me
2: <laughs> okay this one i am really gonna butcher um, I'm gonna spell it first, and then hard. Uh, I'm gonna spell it first, and then I will. I will try to say it. It's T S I K L O N cyclone. It's a cyclone. Cyclone.
3: T S I K
2: T S I K L O N cyclone.
3: Hmm. Okay, multiple choice. Okay, multiple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, multiple choice.
2: Is that Portuguese? Filipino, or Russian? Russian. Russian. Dang it. Way to go, Ooh, Hank. I knew it was
5: Russian. Whoa. I knew with was a T. I was thinking Tsar. Zar- <laughs> the first on because
3: like two, it's two, uh, hang on. Is, is Hank winning now?
0: Was that Hank? Yeah, yeah it, was it was Hank. Hank. That, that was Hank. That was Hank. Yeah, he takes the lead now. All right. Okay.
2: Uh, Zyklon. Z-Y-K-L-O-N. Zyklon. Is that, is that German? <clears throat> is it German, Indonesian, or Portuguese? German. Portuguese,
3: German. German, German. I said German. I said uh, German yeah, first. Dan, you can play yeah, it I
0: back. Say, Daniel said German. I, I said dude, I,
3: all before. I think I, no, no.
2: I. I think
0: I heard video, Daniel. Video ref, I realized you're not
4: gonna you're not gonna take away from us with for the for the wrong answers. So I'm just after after <laughs> he. I'm gonna recite <laughs> it right after. And I did. <laughs> I said <laughs> it before <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> it's, it's
3: against it's me and Hank. Sorry for MJ. what's MJ.
0: We That's score good. Mike one, Hank
1: three, Daniel three. Okay, okay. so they're tied oh, the, 3-3. The yeah. What do you we're, think, let's, Phil? Let's do. We're going to do three more. Three more. Three more? Okay. Yep. Oh, there has
3: have, have to be a clear winner. We can't leave, leave us on the tiebreaker.
2: <laughs> okay, this one is, uh, I'm going to give you the multiple choice, so don't answer until you get the multiple choice on this one, Hank. Uh, <laughs>
3: I don't know why you did that.
2: Tupana. Tupana. T-U-P-H-A with the little thing over it. A-N-A. Tupana.
4: Filipino. Filipino. Is this
2: Punjabi, Turkish, or Portuguese? Turkish. Portuguese. I
3: missed missed the first one. Portuguese. Uh, Is
2: it Punjabi? Punjabi.
3: (laughs) I said Punjabi first. No, you didn't. Did. Did. Yes, yes. Well, it is. Bill, this is getting
1: I out of hand. I've hey, tried to do the sound <laughs> effects. you, you got to ask for some know, other judge. Gonna, gonna like, like, what, what do we do?
5: I'm going to back out and let those two duke it out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hank, don't give up. You're the best time
3: lapse on the planet. Well, I'm be, y- be one oh, with team. just one with a team. That's real nice. You called me Hank. We man. had a bet earlier how quickly it would go downhill. It took 46 <laughs> minutes and eight seconds.
2: <laughs> All right. Here, here's the next one. Uh, and I'm actually going to give you the I'm multiple choice ahead of time on this one. We're going to give you the multiple choice ahead of time. You have Korean, Swahili, or Esperanto. Korean, Swahili, or Esperanto Pogpung
5: Pogpung Swahili
2: Korean Correct
3: I, I forgot the, the first one. I forgot Korean. The, the pressure—he's just building. <laughs> all right, what's the that, score? That, we got one more. It is, Hank, is four to four. All,
0: right? Hank and Daniel four Hank to four. Hank and Daniel
2: four to four. <laughs> Mike, you like Mike's I'm a spectator
0: out. Out. at this point.
3: Mike is uh, a no, spectator. not Mike. If it's a tiebreaker, it's a tiebreaker. Okay, I'm so, okay to be even with Hank. So
2: again, all the right. word—the word in English is cyclone. The word in this language, and and you're not gonna get a, a multiple choice. Until we need it, Hank and Daniel. The word is Ciclono. Ciclono. C-I-K-L-O-N-O. It's it's tied for everybody. Okay, here's your choices. Portuguese or Esperanto? Yes, Brando. Portuguese. Ah. Daniel Shaw wins. Fu. Yes. Yeah, Fu, Daniel Shaw.
3: Yes, the fish. <laughs> take the fish. You're, I you're called the it at the yeah, the We already lost. <laughs> but see, I cheated because I mean, I had I had a conversation for an hour and a half in Portuguese using Google Translate. It was the most embarrassing <laughs> conversation of my life in Brazil with our Brazil fans. It's great.
1: Uh, All right. Well, congratulations, uh, Daniel. Great job, everybody. Uh, Well done. So uh, let's do this. Let's go around the horn and make sure we let everybody know how they can follow you on social media, find all your good stuff. Uh, Daniel, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, Severe Weather Australia, Global Weathernet, Global Storm Chasers, uh, and Daniel Shaw AU and a host of other websites and things like that.
2: Very
4: good. All right, Hank. Just Google Tornado.
3: Wow! You know I'm gonna
1: do that. Wow. today on. <laughs>
3: uh
1: huh. Eddie's gonna uh, end with that. All right, Mike. <laughs> I don't
5: know. You can look my name up. I'm everywhere. Well, oh, hey shit. we're all okay, three damn. we're all He's three wrong. on patreon we're all three on patreon i owe these two yeah. guys pushing me to yeah. do it so yeah um on top of the youtube which um i'm on youtube too and i kind of push that because i've been enjoying um youtube has been um kind of growing for me so i've been kind of pushing people there and trying to do more um content even get like, a lot of crap about my cell phone video because i'm not pecos hank but i don't really care it's been a lot of fun so and then look me up on twitter and instagram or whatever
1: Okay, and that's uh, Mike Oblinsky, And for Hank, that's Tornado. T-O-R-N-A-T-O. <laughs> hey, everybody.
3: amazing yeah, if, if, uh, if, if you type a Tornado in He's actually first. He is actually first, and that annoys me.
1: Very Who good. So, hey, if you've got a weather-related product or service and you want to be precise in your marketing by reaching thousands of weather fans, go ahead and partner with us. Send an email to phil at stormfrontfreaks.com. For details. So let's go ahead and take a break so everybody can get a refill and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, We're bringing in Weather Trollbot 5000. All right.
0: Hey everyone, it's Mark Remillard. And it's Bobby Nichols
4: with Outbreak, the storm chasing multiplayer game. And you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky
0: Let's take a drive
1: the Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Hey, so every once in a while, we have an opportunity to go. I, I got a chance to go into the garage, and we can pull out Weather Trollbot 5000. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Weather Trollbot 5000 I found at a garage sale. Uh, she was really inexpensive. Kind of looks a little bit like um, uh, those of you that might know what a speak and spell is. Uh, Those little Texas (laughs) instrument toys. It's kind of a little bit like that, but looks like a robot. Anyway, I bought her and we now bring her in. And what we do is anytime we see any of our weather friends get trolled on social media and they respond, uh, we'll take that information. We plug it into her and we find out what our weather friends were really thinking, because in all honesty, we all know our weather friends are very professional they respond very professionally uh, to the naysayers and the bad comments and the everything on social media. But we also know people are people, right? Daniel, you said that. I'm a, you were an alien at one point, but, but you're a human being, right? Everybody's a human being. So we all have feelings and we all know what we're really thinking. So we plug all that information into Weather Trollbot 5000 And what she does is she kicks out what people were really thinking when they were responding Mm. to that comment. So we had a little fun tonight because I asked our guest tonight to uh, submit any trolls that they happen to come across. And Mike, I'm going to start with you. You shared uh, a troll on YouTube that made a post on uh, your uh, Vorticity 3 video. I don't even know if it was a
5: troll. He might have just honestly felt this way. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we we don't know right like really what was going on that's the fun part of weather trollbot so here's what it is so th- this individual's name and, and we're not afraid to throw people under the bus here um the name was dennis jack i don't know j-a-c-i-w Jacku. portuguese <laughs> <laughs> that's correct all right so awesome Five, three. Four so, so
3: three here's here,
1: here's what dennis said he said Could do better if you took a course and had better camera gear. You know, and th- this is, and if you haven't sure. seen any of Mike's stuff, you know, you go ahead on YouTube, search oh, Vort- Vorticity. 3. That was on my
5: last. That was on my last one. I
1: Vorticity three. So yeah, just, or so just anyway. watch or
4: just watch BBC Earth Seven Worlds. It's all. No <laughs> <laughs> BBC.
1: And so here was Mike's response. Mike's a professional guy, right? And he just he responded. He didn't like respond all bitter and you know things like that. he said. I'll work on it. Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> point. That's how we respond. So awesome here's what job, Mike here's what we do with I'm weather trollbot that. is we're we're going to take that information and we're going to go ahead and plug it into uh, weather trollbot 5000 oh, this is
3: going to be good
1: and so we got to we got to type that earmuffs,
5: in kids bus yeah ear, ear.
1: and then she spits out what Mike was really thinking when he responded and sometimes she's a little slow here's what
2: mike was really thinking you're just being sarcastic right okay
0: i'll buy some better equipment than the 4k trash i have oh and i better go to photography school because the years of experience i have doesn't come
2: with some non-existent degree i'll teach your mother in photo class
1: So, Mike, you know, if that's what you were thinking, you did respond very professionally. That was might have been close to that.
4: (laughs) Can we can we admire how Mike said all of that in just a. In three words, I'll work on it
5: for
3: yeah. you Yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Like all it. It. thats four words. Yeah, I'll work yeah. on it. Oh, Daniel Two, wins four. again! Ding, 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 Two. ding. That's now <laughs> seven.
5: Seven
1: to four. All right. So and, and so we, we got one more. We're going to test whether Trollbot five thousand. Uh, and and so this was from Daniel, uh, and this was from this, this was a YouTube post on his El Reno tornado chase. And this comes from, and again, once again, we, we don't mind putting people under the bus. If you're going to say this on social media, you're opening it up for everybody, right? So Tony Alvarez says, Picos Hank leaves you guys in the dust going after tornadoes. He's right. <laughs> and uh, so Daniel, very professional, right? Uh, he comes back and says, hello, Tony. I'll be sure to drive a little closer next time for your entertainment. Please accept my apologies.
3: <laughs> That's a great. Camilla, I wasn't Daniel? quite in the true core. I mean, I was pretty close to it.
1: Two no, seconds. So we're 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 going to go ahead and plug that into. Oh, this is so going to be good. And I'll I'll say this: I you know, Daniel sometimes you know he, he's he's got a large vocabulary, but let's find out what he was really thinking.
2: Here is what Daniel was really thinking. You can Pecos yank me, you little (laughs) I'll dust all over your face. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yikes. That's actually not what I was thinking. Okay. Okay, Daniel. Well,
2: your professional response.
3: I mean, you type it to (laughs) an iron to Google and well, thank you first. <laughs> <laughs> While well, I agree, oh, I like, like anyway. could have been just me, but no, I figured I'd bring my friends on, but just, yeah, why not?
1: All Pico's right. So anyway, yank we're 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 gonna go ahead. I told you her wires might have been crossed a little bit more this time around, but uh, I really think that's got to be the name of this show.
0: <laughs>
1: Which, oh yeah, tell Pico's me. Pico's yeah. yank me. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's how it starts, guys. That's, that's how it starts. How All
1: it starts. right. So, anyways, uh, you know, if, if you happen to see any of your weather friends get trolled on social media and see a response by by them feel free to share it with us uh on social media as well and, and we might we might feed that to weather troll by 5000 next time we pull her out of the garage uh however i might need to check her wiring a little bit but uh <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're gonna keep moving forward uh mj i'm gonna go to you let's find out what's in our freak fan box
2: God, drop me a line you've got mail baby yeah, yeah.
1: all right our uh, freak fan box was
0: brimming full this last couple of weeks, um, I probably not get through all of these, but uh, we had several folks give us weather. We didn't have a weather fool segment today, so I think people were missing that. Um, our friend, uh, Jay Bigum, uh, Rob F., Lone Star Storm Chasers, and of course, our good friend from Deutschland, Lunalight, uh, all came through with uh, weather fools uh, for us. And uh, we'll either post those in the episode 112 show notes or maybe use those at a, at a future uh, episode. So thank you though for everybody contributing those uh jennifer short was really looking forward to this episode uh she had uh tagged all of you folks that are here today and said how do it how did i not know this existed subscribed so thank you jennifer for subscribing and That's you picked long. a good first show to listen uh, to listen to for sure or to watch um joe mays a future guest on episode 116 and on october 15th um Tweeted to us, loving the show. Just finished 111. Uh, how long have you been using StreamYard looking into the platform for my shows? Uh, actually, almost one year exactly. Uh, I think it was August 8th uh, that we first started using this StreamYard platform, and we love it. So I uh, highly recommend that.
3: Mm, very stable. It's a good system.
0: Yeah. It, it, and it's very, very simple. Simple to use. Even, like, I can do it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, Motor City Setva 734 says, I have a fall drink for you guys to try. So this is right up our alley. Uh, it says, one Ichabod pumpkin ale and one or two shots of dark spiced rum. Ooh. I prefer Kraken. And Ooh! I will tell you that's my drink. Yes. Release yeah, hey, the Kraken. Nice <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so I like, I like where they're going with this. Uh, they also listened to the Twister episode and suggested we do Night of the Twisters. As a follow-up, uh, a couple more. Uh, Laura McDougal uh, says, "Thanks for a great evening, Stormfront freaks." Uh, that maybe needs a little context.
3: Laura was. wait, wait! Was that for, for, was that for Hank or Dan? I'm counting here. <laughs> Daniel's <yours> eight. <laughs>
0: Laura was listening to the Twister episode while, of course, watching the movie. So. That's what that one is all about. And then past guest Lori Bailey, who was on episode 104, uh, said, had to. and I'm going to share a picture, if I can, of this one real quick, um, had to make sure I had my Stormfront Freak t-shirt when I stood in front of this haboob near uh, Gila Bend. Now I'm the boob on the board with a boob shirt. <laughs> uh, she purchased that through Helicity, uh, which, by the way, you can get uh, Stormfront Freaks merch there at helicity.co. You go to their site and click on brands to find the uh, Stormfront Freaks uh, merch that is available. Um, so that was a full freak fan box tonight. Thanks, everyone. Uh, if you would like to send us some comments, questions, or possible contributions to the show, you can always do so through Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Just search for the Stormfront Freaks or the old fashioned email by sending to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com. That's it for tonight.
1: All right, so I think that just about does it uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. And before I announce our next guest, uh, we always love your reviews, your comments, all that stuff that MJ uh, just went through. Um, But we also love it when you subscribe to the show. If you really like what you're uh, watching or listening to, usually on your phone or your computer, whatever app you're uh, listening or watching us on, there is a subscribe or follow button. You can just click that button, and it just guarantees you that the next time we have some kind of uh, new show. Uh, you're going to get it right in your inbox the minute it becomes available. Uh, and it's all free, which is great. So don't forget to do that. I do want to uh, shout out to our special uh, guest tonight. Thanks to Daniel, Hank, and Mike. Uh, you guys are outstanding. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, so thanks for uh, coming on tonight. Our next episode, we're going to be recording live on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope uh, or Twitter. This is going to be on Thursday, September 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. We're going to be with ABC News Senior Meteorologist Rob Marciano. So don't forget to miss that. And for MJ and Greg and, of course, Daniel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All seriousness
1: aside. (laughs) Don't forget
2: to miss
3: that.
1: Don't forget to. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, exactly yeah. what you say. This, this is my I'll second my fucking drink tonight, gentlemen.
3: <laughs> We're up for one hour and 34 minutes. And yeah, this, seconds. this is I a long, night. long
1: <laughs> show. So. Uh, <laughs> it's commitment. It's content. This is content. So don't miss that, uh, is what I, I guess intended to say. Uh, but for MJ, Greg, and, and then, of course, Daniel, Hank, and Mike, uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and we'll catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.